Adam Cole that day. Welcome to the HMG Rampage Uncaged Show, where we're uncensored, unfazed, uncaged, right here on channelattitude.com via Hamid Media Group. What is going on? And um, Chris, tell them who the hell you are, bro. Who the hell am I? Well, I'm Christopher Ams. It's AMBS, like lambs with Noel, or bullshit first thing in the morning. Don't worry, folks, if you're listening to this and you're thinking to yourself how will i ever remember how to spell this man's last name i'll just remind you at the beginning of every fucking show i do <laughs> as you always do in fact and um i know it says in the description that we're supposed to have brandon on um i don't know if he's coming on or not maybe he will still join us we don't know but we'll see but we couldn't wait any longer obviously man otherwise who knows when he will appear but hopefully he does but uh yeah just putting it out there why you don't see Brandon. But in the meantime, Chris, let's talk some AEW wrestling. And um, how weird was it that we got a live Rampage? It's a little strange that Rampage was live. Um, but I, I'll be honest with you, I, it did not affect my viewing of it one way or the other. It was it was Rampage. I don't know. Man. <laughs> like, it was the tertiary show of the secondary prom wrestling promotion. So... <laughs> secondary wrestling promotion nice nicely nicely put but you know what um at least there was some sort of story uh continually on this show per se first of all i know i'm jumping the gun but i just want to point it out because i didn't even know but did you know Takeshita and jericho were having a match in japan at ddt i do now oh uh, yeah who fucking cares i'm not watching it <laughs> neither am i it was I, new I'm Japan. not watching DDT. I'm not watching yeah. DDT. I'm not watching DTS. I'm not watching DTF. I'm not. Uh, I'm just. I'm not watching uh, any of those things. Okay. Just oh, not. <laughs> Richard Rocker Review says Brandon's in hibernation. Well, hopefully he wakes up. <laughs> but I'm um, speaking of the chat. What up, Harvey? What's cracking? Labrat's in the house. Richard Rocket Review also. Jerome Hall um and that's about it for now that's in the chat anyway we do have more listeners but like i said we're here to talk rampage was any news though chris that we need to touch up on because i'm not aware of any 
Yeah, nothing comes to mind that we haven't already covered a hundred times. I know that, uh, you know, with Survivor Series being right around the corner here, there are a lot of people, including, you know, our very own uh, Bin Hamin, our very own, uh, uh, you know, Ayatollah uh, is suggesting that uh, he believes that CM Punk is going to show up. So, hey, man, I- I'm I'm usually not one to, to say that uh, I think the Ayatollah is wrong. And... Um, <laughs> I'm not going to start now. I think that he might be right. So, hopefully, I'm glad you brought up Punk because I guess great minds think alike. Because I, well, you know, my my answer to that, I think he'll be turning up at Survivor Series also. So, yalla to the boss man himself in Bin Hamin. But I'm starting to think conspiracy a little bit now, Chris. Okay, it's got me thinking. It. Well, is it possible, Chris, that the devil in AEW is actually CM Punk? I said that like four weeks ago on a show with you, Jimmy, and you know I did. You know I brought that up. I, I did. You know what, man? It would certainly be entertaining. If that's what it is, <sighs> fucking awesome, bro. Awesome. <laughs> they pulled the wool on us like that, if it is, because you know what, man? I'm getting this inkling. I don't know why, bro, but I'm starting to get a feeling that it could possibly be him, and I'm laughing to myself because if it is, like you said, I'm flabbergasted. If, well if it done, really is, Tony if Khan. It really is CM Punk. I'll put it this way: I really do not think that that's what that that's going to happen. But if it really is CM Punk, and they really did swerve the whole wrestling community, I will say that it might be the most successful swerve of the <laughs> professional wrestling community of all time. Of all time, has the potential to be something truly fantastic. Yeah, I mean, wow. of all time, because never, never in the history of like the end of kayfabe, like never since the end of kayfabe has, have you been able to actually fool everybody in the wrestling community into believing that a thing is real and it's not. So if it is, it's a, it's a big fucking, it's a big fucking deal, man. Wow. And I don't know why, but it just, uh, it's weird, dude. I just get this weird feeling, man. And uh, if you look at the pros and cons, if it's punk or not, there's a lot of shit that points to this could be all a big work, right? And I hate saying that. I can't believe I'm saying this, right? Because it feels weird me saying that. I mean, think about back to All In. Uh-huh. There was photos of him, for example, of him hanging out with referees, some old Joe, after the fact, after this so-called, you know, my life was in danger friggin' moment, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> and that's a bit weird because you'd think that he would be told to get the fuck out as soon as possible, right? You'd think, but that's not. But but even then, that's not how Tony Khan does things. Right? He that's what I mean. It sounds too good. Get the fuck out. He he wouldn't. He he would not do that. He would just wait and be like, "Hey, Phil, we'll see you next week." <laughs> hey, and Phil. Then, and then as soon as <laughs> Phil's gone, be like, "Call my lawyer. Call my lawyer. Call my lawyer." <laughs> Maybe you're probably right. Oh, yeah. Todd Bradley's in the house. Hey, yo, what's going on? Um, well, he's a weak cunt. Tony <laughs> he's a weak kind of right he's a he's a dumb cunt too maybe he's not that dumb because he's a billionaire he's but, not a uh, he's not a billionaire well, because dad, of anything he dad. did his dad's a billionaire <laughs> so he happens to be a billionaire by proxy it's not i it. guess you're right that's true liz what's going on thank you for joining us and josh is also in the house in tn Coopener. uh chris's idea would could be punk ftr and maybe wardlow i'd be down hmm 
So we got the uh, Zane Rich is also in the house with Kraken. Woo! Um, does that so you're saying, Josh, that the pinnacle could be a thing again without just, MJF though? Just yeah, with with Punk instead of MJF, I'd love it. <laughs> wow. I mean, what would you call it? Would you call it the pinnacle again, just to fucking rub salt? Pun intended. Uh, no, it's something to do with devils or demons or something. The the seven circles or some nonsense. I don't know. You fucking come up with something. Well, at the end of the day, um, it was CM Punk that also said the devil line long before MJF did. That's a punk line. Oh, so, yeah. um, that's interesting. I'm telling you, if they, if, if that's the case and my spidey senses sort of tell me that, I don't know why I'm starting to lean towards that. He's still with AEW all along. And they really pulled the wool. And if that's the case, Chris, can we say Tony Khan's Booker of the Year just for that alone? I got. I mean, no, <laughs> because all of the subsequent fucking booking has been terrible. But like, that'll definitely that'll definitely bulge my fucking eyes out, man. Because like, if you remember when all of this shit started, started as in Muffin Gate, right? When you know, <laughs> the, Gate, the yeah. punch up after the you know, the, the backstage interview where he was being kind of obnoxious at that time, I said, I think this is a work. This can't right. be real. Cause, cause in my mind it was like, how in the fuck can this be real? This is the most unprofessional fucking backwards, fucking stupid, just childish fucking nonsense I've ever heard. This can't be real life big time professional wrestling that is that where this is happening like right. this can't be legitimate you know and then turns out that it is and i mean i think that todd brantley really hits the nail on the head here that's true i think i think that it is giving and that's that's the thing todd i'm not saying that i think this is that, that this is what's going on i think tony khan is just a really shitty fucking person to work for i i just <laughs> i don't think that that guy had any business savvy or any sense of leadership whatsoever i don't think that he was ever in charge of anything that was successful and i think that you can clear you, you can clearly see why he does not have it in him to be a leader and i mean he's definitely not a leader no way being a leader is not all about being harsh when you need to be. no but you do no, need not. to have that gear Right, like, for sure. A leader of men, specifically, if you know what I mean. Yeah, like a leader of men needs... Like, one of the things that you used to hear about a lot, like um, in the old... Um, what would we say? In the old Prussian era, like uh, when they were really, really into raising people up as military leaders, one of the things that... One of the things that people really focused on, one of the things that they were told over and over and over that was drilled into them over and over and over was the necessity for a quote unquote general's voice. Right. In other words, you need to be able to project literally on a battlefield. Your men need to be able to hear what you're saying. So you need to get that to where you can scream and like you can be loud as a motherfucker and people will still clearly understand what you're saying. Now, I'm using that as kind of a metaphor. I don't mean literally you still need to be able to project your voice, but you right, need to right. be able to That's... project your idea and your like your strength if you're going to lead people, especially in a, in a game like professional wrestling where, I mean, let's be real, most professional wrestling locker rooms 
are powder kegs to begin with, right? There's people there who are pissed off because that guy did a hurricane rana and fuck that kid. And then, you know, the kids are saying, well, this guy doesn't even think this guy doesn't even want me to do a head scissor takeover because it's too athletic. Fuck that old guy. Do you know what I mean? There's always that sense of like professional wrestling is explosive backstage and you need somebody who can actually lead. You need somebody to be a heavy, right? At least to have the ability to be heavy when you need it. And Tony Khan does not have that. And he also does not have the foresight to find somebody else to do it for him. So I, I don't think that that's what's happening. I think that it's just going to be fucking Roderick Strong or something. It's something really, really fucking weak and low and stupid. And we're going to look back at it and be like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> this was this was a big fuck for nothing. Um, but hey, man, if it is CM Punk, then I will I'll eat my words and I'll say right away, this is cool, and I want to see where this goes. No doubt about it. Same here. I'll eat my own words. And look, I'm still leaning towards the appears at Survivor Series right now for the time being. I still mm. think that. But lately, there's been a, f a bit of speculation again starting up. Look, either way, Punk has managed to get him him himself, you know, all up in everybody talking about it, dude. Talking about him. There's again. people thinking, right. I mean, I don't know if it's him doing this with the dirt sheets, but the rumors are wild right now, dude. He's even been trending every day. Yeah. So and man, like you say whatever the fuck you want about CM Punk. Um, he's one of four guys, maybe five guys who can actually move a needle in professional wrestling. And I'm not saying that he moves the needle as in he gets you back to 10 million viewers or anything, but he does make like a clear and unquestioned difference in the amount of viewerships you're going to get on your show. Like what was collision doing when CM Punk was on it? Right now, for sure. It was I'm averaging about six fifty, right? And what is it? Yeah, doing Yeah, Even now? more, maybe, maybe more. And wait, are you talking about now? for collision though? Particularly yeah, collision. Yeah. It's about six fifty. You think so? Yeah. It was averaging about six fifty when Punk was there. Um, yeah, look, either way he made a difference because look at and the now it's now. averaging what three, 50 yeah if that that's a lot of fucking people so no definitely uh, and i know people can point out and say oh but it's not a million it doesn't matter that's still a few hundred thousand that's... so yeah you know what i mean and the truth is like josh says aw's best ratings and pay-per-view record numbers were because of punk yeah i mean it, it the proof is in the pudding literally oh man we I have th breaking breaking sports news what? um LeBron James has become the first player in NBA history to reach 5,000 turnovers. There he is. There's a picture <laughs> of him. There's a picture of LeBron. And there's the breaking news. Really? That's 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 legit? 5,000 turnovers. That's Fuck funny. You, LeBron. Also, Fuck that's you, not, LeBron. Also, that's not your fucking hairline. Stop it. <laughs> Wait, did he fucking fix his hairline? I didn't even notice that. Yeah. <laughs> Motherfucker, look at this guy. <laughs> well, how old is he? 39 now? Ah, something like that. Anyway, he's an asshole. Fuck LeBron. Look, man, I hate LeBron. I'm not a LeBron fan. Nowhere near. And and no, Zane, I don't think he's the GOAT. Even though you're my age, you should know better, Zane, bro. Come on, bro. Jordan is the GOAT. I don't give a fuck. Like, there's to me, 
there's just no LeBron doesn't have the heart that Jordan has all that killer instinct to win anywhere close because if he did all those championships that he lost right do you remember those in the finals where he couldn't win the damn thing he would have won them Jordan didn't go through that much heartache to fucking start winning he did go through a couple but not like LeBron did says the guy in the fucking Bulls jersey and the Bulls hat yeah oh yeah look I'm a Bulls fan absolutely <laughs> don't get me wrong but uh, <laughs> but I'm saying that because Zane's like you know he He's our age, you know what I mean? He should know better, man. Come on. Hey, hey man. L- listen. LeBron James might be might be legitimately the most talented basketball player to have ever lived. LeBron? Uh, LeBron, he might be the most talented basketball player to ever live. Oh, look, I man. Absolutely, Besides what I feel, right. But I absolutely am not giving him the title greatest. Because to me, there's a difference between talent and greatness. Greatness involves doing something more than you should be able to. It involves doing things on your heart, on your grit, on, you know, at the end of your fucking rope, right? It, it requires doing things more than just what you're physically capable of. And LeBron James has never, I've never seen that out of LeBron James, maybe once or twice in his career. Yeah. Coming back from three games to nothing in a finals. Okay. Well, Cleveland, I'll give him that. He came back to Cleveland and yep. when, when they pulled that off, I'll give him that. No doubt. I, I was that, happy. I think that that you. was a, tr- a true moment of greatness in LeBron James's career, but that's it, bro. Don't tell me Miami, but don't Michael tell me Jordan. fucking like, yeah. Michael Jordan was on another level. He transcended basketball in a way that no one has since. And if anyone ever does again, it'll be a long time from now. Um, because people didn't look at Michael Jordan as a basketball player. They, they looked, looked at him at like him, a killer, bro. <laughs> they, they looked at him like a king. They, yeah, literally. LeBron James has nicknamed himself the king. People actually looked at Michael Jordan as a king, right? And... As Tywin Lannister once said in Game of Thrones, <laughs> any man who any man who must say "I am the king" is no true king. Did Jordan ever call himself the king? I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think he ever did. But he was his anus. He was. He's the greatest. He's the greatest basketball t- player of all time. He's one of the greatest athletes of all time. What you say? Not even. I'm not even a basketball fan, man. I am, but you're spot on. Jordan's one of those guys that transcends basketball, man. Even if you're not transcends, you don't have to be a basketball fan, but you know who the fuck Michael Jordan is. Uh You know what I mean? Like I mean, you do know, and okay, to a less extent, you can say LeBron. People know LeBron too, right? (laughs) I'm I'm trying to give him some sort of credit, right? But Jordan, like like you said, he was the king, and he people were intimidated by him just going up against him. Do you know what I mean? Whereas I don't think a lot of players like in the league per se gave LeBron as much respect as they give Jordan. So so as we were watching this this so as we were watching Rampage, I had the Laker game on just because like my nephew who's he, he went to the gym now, but he's he's here with me. Uh he's hanging out. He he loves basketball, right? He was watching, so we were watching the LA game, right? And uh, Jordan just he's or LeBron he's doing LeBron things he's fucking complaining and whining and he's talking to his crowd. <laughs> just he does, complaining bro. on the fucking sidelines, right? He finally gets in the game. He scores two fucking baskets back to back, and then he's all doing the shimmy shake. And <laughs> my, 
my nephew is like, oh, look at LeBron doing the shimmy shake. And I look up. Uh, they're down 14 points. I'm like, what the fuck are you shimmy shaking for, you dumbass? Shimming? You're down 14 points. It's not time to fucking show out. Get fucking close. Then you can show out, you fucking idiot. I risk my case right there. Uh, okay, you'd never see Jordan do that. As a matter of fact, you'd see him angry. If Jordan scored sixty points and lost the game, he'd be he'd be angry. Yeah, pissed, bro. And you know what? Ask Nike who the king is. All right, do what I'm saying. Does LeBron have his own fucking brand that's just as big as Nike? Yeah, no. You tell me that. No, man. Jordan's the fucking man. Jordan's the man. But LeBron is. He, he might be the most talented player of all time. He's not the greatest player of all time. Right, and there's a big difference, man. He does not have that killer instinct that Jordan does. You know what I mean? He just, he just doesn't. Jordan is that competitive, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, he, he's, he's upset if he can't beat someone, man. Yep. Do you know what I mean? And he not hated- him. Not him. It was the fucking Chicago Bulls. He was not him. He was not Michael Jordan. He was the Chicago Bulls. The Chicago Bulls, right. For sure. I yeah, mean, like Pip, I, said, I love man, Pippen too. If LeBron wrong, scored, Robin... if, if, in, if, in, if in a fucking game against KD, let's say, they, I mean, a game like tonight, right? LeBron's taken on KD, right? And he holds KD down and, and KD's not able to get his game going. And LeBron scores 45, but KD's team wins. LeBron's going to be walking out there fucking... Yeah, <laughs> look at how fucking great I am. I, you know, uh, I, I held you down, KD. Look at me, you know, like yeah, okay, you won the game, but I, I, I was better than you. There's no fucking way you see that from Michael Jordan. No way. Facts. If he scored, if he scored sixty fucking points against Larry Bird and the fucking Celtics won, he'd be backstage throwing fucking shit in the locker room and screaming at people. That's the hey, difference between Larry Bird, talent he did, and right. greatness. There is a difference. 100%, man. And there was one more point I had to say, man, that I forgot about Jordan. But LeBron, yeah, he's just... Look, the only one that was the closest thing to Jordan, honestly, and I couldn't stand this guy, and RIP to him, is Kobe Bryant, man. He was the closest thing... He was the closest thing to that killer instinct where he didn't give a fuck. He just wanted to win. You know what I mean? There was no ifs or buts about it. You know what I'm saying? There's a guy who did absolutely everything to win every time and who cared more about winning than anything else. And that's that's what real greatness is made out of. And I, I'm not I'm not even I'm not even suggesting that like Kobe Bryant uh, uh, and Michael Jordan are necessarily good people or that they're even people no. to emulate. Yeah, I've I've heard he's a good, you know, he's a piece of shit really. Not not necessarily the best human beings, right? A lot of those people sacrifice their family. A lot of people sacrifice their friends. They sacrifice everything just to win. And that is not necessarily a good thing. You know, it's not necessarily a good way to live your life. But it definitely makes you more great at the thing that you're going after. And Josh says, Jordan is 6 or 6 in finals. Facts. Zane says Kobe was a mark. Um, uh, well, yeah, he was. To be fair, he actually was. I agree with that, right? But at least he fucking totally, totally was a mark for Jordan to the point where he mimicked him. You know what I mean? Even in terms of his hunger, he mimicked Jordan. He knew that's how you fucking become great, man. That's and, right. You know, you know what I mean? He was trying that's to just, eat. He was trying to eat, and he ate. You know what I mean? <laughs> he ate a lot. Put it that way. 
Uh, Retro says, GGP will say the Greeks invented basketball like they invented everything. No, well, we didn't invent <laughs> basketball. Actually, it was the Canadian that invented basketball. <laughs> but, but in saying that, yeah, it's actually true. Look that up. I knew you were waiting for that, Chris. Don't worry. I knew you were going to say <laughs> But this Canadian, though, ended up, you know, he was born in Canada, moved to the States, though, at the time uh -huh. when he did invent it. That's the truth. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> there he goes. He's splitting hairs. Yeah. No, he's Canadian. He's, he's Canadian. Canadian. He's, he's Canadian. He's Canadian. Look, just That's right. Listen, Canada. listen. Hawaiian pizza was created by a Greek. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But he was Canadian. <laughs> in, in Canada, but he was a Greek. That's right. Well, basketball was invented by a Canadian who lived in America. <laughs> the truth is, though, he was born in Greece but did immigrate to Canada. Yeah. So yeah, technically. The Hawaiian pizza is Canadian, though. So, Greek-Canadian. Yeah, it's Greek. Yeah, it kind of is. Yeah. It's Greek-Canadian. I mean, I can take credit, but so can he. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, But, you know, a lot of people don't like Hawaiian pizza, though, Chris. I, that's the thing. I don't know. That's one of those things that I swear to God people are just pretending to be mad about. Because I, don't, I like Hawaiian pizza, bro. Pizza. I don't care yeah. what you put on your pizza. I yeah. don't like anchovies, but like if you put yeah, neither do in, I. I'm not. I'm not telling you it's not pizza. It's like whatever the fuck you want. I don't care. Each to their fucking own, man. Why can't people love Hawaiian? I feel like we're campaigning now for fucking Hawaiian pizza, especially with the fucking Canadian <laughs> yeah, that's national why. anthem in the background. <laughs> that's why I'm laughing. Uh, look at look and at this. And I promise that I yep. will make a Canada. Where every man, woman, and child <laughs> shall have a turkey in the oven. There you go. God bless That's Canada. God bless Canada, right. And and America. Look, there you go. Sure. Um, them too. Uh, well, anyway, we, we spoke a lot about uh, CM Punk, Chicago, and Jordan, Kobe, uh, LeBitch. Whoops. Did I say that? LeBum. I mean, LeBron. And, I um, guess we should talk about Rampage. <laughs> I think we should. We should get into Rampage. Damn it. So, and Brandon doesn't look like he's joining us now, unfortunately. Right. Surely. <laughs> Surely. Right. Well, let's get into Sent Rampage. Invite, so, Brandon, hope everything's all right for you, buddy. Yeah, I hope so too. That, and I truthfully mean that, man. And if you are listening by any chance, feel free to join us because uh, it's all good, man. We don't mind. We don't bite either. Come on. But anyway um yeah let's get into rampage shall we and the first match surprisingly kind of is ricky starks and preston vance starks does defeat vance in a decent match i didn't mind this match actually chris mm -hmm. yeah no, this um, was a good little match and it was a good little match to build something else up right it's building up the uh lij versus starks and big bill so yeah this was go good business all around um I think Ricky Starks is getting to shine in a way that he hadn't until CM Punk made a comeback. So, uh, you know, yeah. one more thing that we can thank CM Punk for probably is the push for um, for Ricky Starks. Absolutely, for sure, man. And Zane, you're disgusting, bro. I want pineapple anchovy pizza now. <laughs> That's foul, bro. God. God damn it, pal. Anchovies. I'm pineapple pizza. Eesh. Maybe Tane's invented that one, actually, Chris. Yeah, maybe. Think? maybe. <laughs> hey, I want some anchovies on my pizza. Yeah. But anyway. You know what would uh, be great but... on this pizza? Well, what's that? Uh, uh, Plackers. 
Put placards <laughs> on the pizza. No. And, uh, no. Remote fuck, controls. <laughs> uh, that else? sounds tasty, pal. Leather wallets. And wallets. Yeah. Yeah, pal. That's my kind of wallet. <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> Anyway, as we'll say, Ricky Starks does defeat Preston Vance. Oh, they did call him Preston. I mean, Preston. Pero Peligroso for the first time in a long time. So I guess yeah. he's still an aggressive dog, Chris, or something he, like that. He must be. Sorry, I just got a text from Brandon saying that he's got some oh. some personal family stuff or whatever going on. He's oh, not able to sorry to hear so that, man. If you're, li- if you're listening to this later, Brandon, sorry, brother. I hope everything goes good for you, bud. No doubt, man. Likewise. Um, before we continue, Zane says he puts sardines in his salad. You better not kiss no bitch after that, Zane. I mean, ooh. what is the matter with you? <laughs> sardines. <laughs> oh, that's disgusting, bro. Fuck, man. Too much information, Zane. Please, no more. <laughs> sardines. How am I supposed to keep going after I heard sardines in a salad? Yuck, man. <laughs> Anyway, uh, back to the wrestling, shall we? Uh, you know what made me laugh in this match? Not not the sardines in the salad, thanks to Zane, but um, the commentary, bro. I don't know if you were paying attention to the commentating, but damn it, Nigel McGuinness is the funniest motherfucker right now, dude. Him, he was making Big Bill laugh his ass off, bro. Like when he jumped on comment on commentary. At first, you could tell Big Bill wasn't too comfortable, but then give it about a minute and Nigel made him comfortable to the point where they were laughing hysterically over some of the jokes that Nigel was saying about Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson and uh, Ricky Starks and also like uh, who they were going, you know, Pedro Palagross or whatever. It was fucking funny, bro. I, I got to say, man, when Nigel isn't feeling the CTE, uh, you know, <laughs> like when he's when he's on his game, he is super funny in like a very British, very dry, just like I'm an awful person, but isn't it hilarious uh, type of thing, which, again, I find awesome. I, I think it's just fucking wonderful on, on commentary, especially from a heel commentator, because you hate him, but then you're, you want to listen to him, but you hate him, but you want to listen to him. He's a funny fucker, bro. I'm telling you now. He was asking Bill about, oh man, I forgot the acronym though, but um, about what the LGBTQ, BTABCD fucking stands for. It's LGBTQIAA+. Oh, okay. Well, did you hear any of that, what he said? Uh, No, I didn't, but... Oh, bro, if I remember what it meant, right? It was fucking hilarious. And then Nigel turns around to Tony, right, to Tony Schiavone, and says, Tony, that means you can (laughs) STFU. And then Big Bill just laughed his ass off so fucking bad. It was funny. But And shout out to the chat again, because... They're funny fuckers in the chat. They're arguing over sardines now. It's great. Yeah, jump on Zane. (laughs) Jump on Zane for the damn sardines. Because, but Retro thinks, you know, I think he's a sardine fan too. It's weird. It's you guys, you guys can have it. Uh, Oh, John Enright wants to know, did you give Ruby that D? Not me. Look, I I sent the flowers. You know what that leads to, John? You know what that inevitably leads to, okay? That's that's the uh, rules, no. right? If you buy women flowers, they owe you sex. That's that's how that goes. 
No, I'm really. joking. Just quietly. I'm joking. <laughs> uh, and look out for the smack attack actually tomorrow morning. Well, yeah, mañana tomorrow morning. In la mañana. That means tomorrow <laughs> in the morning. Yeah, well, there you go. Thank you, Chris. And God, Josh, man. I've, how about Carly and Sardines together? <laughs> oh, that's what you call bad breath, man. That's, that's what you call the I'm not getting laid for at least 48 hours combination. <laughs> well, that's well, Richard too long prefers... for me, by the way. I can't I can't go that long, so I don't eat that stuff. <laughs> well, Richard fucking prefers canned salmon over canned tuna, fish, and brain food. I, I, I don't I don't I don't mind the canned salmon. It's not bad. Uh Liz says, can we not talk about something? <laughs> Liz is just like, can we please talk about how women owe men sex for flowers instead of sardines? <laughs> uh, we love you, Liz. Awesome. Oh, man. Absolutely, man. But you fuckers, all of you, these are all funny, man. You crack me up. I can't even concentrate on Rampage with, with the way you guys are arguing over sardines, salmon, tuna, and fucking anchovies. I mean, seriously. All right. Anyway. anyway Starks wins <laughs> with a spear. Funny. He does. And it was a great spear, mind you. I loved it. That was a good spear, man. Great camera shot, too. Yeah. That was actually. The, the only problem I have finish. with it is how many people are going to have spears as finishes in AEW? <laughs> well, speaking of fish, we need spears, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, everybody is spearing everybody right now, dude. How many is in AEW alone? Uh, well, let's see. Starks uses it as a finish. Edge uses it as a finish. Right. Who else uses? I don't know. But like, <laughs> one is enough. You don't need well, two people using a spear as a finish, especially. I mean, we're talking about Ricky Starks, who's sub two hundred pounds, right? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Okay, I'm 230 pounds. You go ahead and you spear me at 180 pounds and see what the fuck happens. <laughs> I'm going to lock you into a fucking guillotine right away. And you're yeah. going to pass the fuck out. Check him right out. You're, you're not spearing me off of my fucking feet. I, I And I'm not huge, but like I'm a grown man. You're not you're spearing more me big. at 180 pounds. Get the you're fuck way out bigger. Of here. Way bigger than fucking uh, Starks. You know what I'm saying? But. Uh, John Enright says, so seriously, apparently Collision is taped on Friday because Lance was saying his trios matches tonight. Yeah, that's what we were trying to figure out. For whatever reason, John, um, Rampage was live and Collision is taped. Yeah. Bizarre. I don't know how and why they did that. But uh, It's a weird choice. John also says, it makes more sense if I spear you. Yes. But it's you true. gotta buy me flowers first, John. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Well, anyway, as you said, Starks does defeat uh, Preston Vance or Pedro Peligroso, whatever you want to call him. But after the fact, Ricky and, B and Big Bill attack Vance after the match, which causes Rush and Jalistico to run in for the save as Starks and Bill grab the AEW World Tag Team belts and just scatter off. They went scoot, scoot, and they were gone. Anything oh, else to say scoot, about that? Scoot, 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 scoot. <laughs> oh, scoot, 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 scoot. That's not the that's not the lyrics, but it's funny. It's ski, ski, ski. I say that instead. I know what it is. <laughs> anyway, but that's that, and then we move on to Renee Paquette backstage, who's interviewing Chris Jericho backstage and asks him about his upcoming match on Sunday in Tokyo against Takeshita. 
Jericho says he's better than than uh, Takeshita, and he's going to show him what it's like to be in the ring with an angry and pissed off Chris Jericho, as Chris vows to get his revenge on Takeshita this coming Sunday in Japan for DDT, which I didn't even know was a thing. And why would the blow off to this little feud be in Japan? I'm not watching DDT. I don't care. Yeah, well, that makes two of us. If it was New Japan, I would have watched it, no doubt about it. But yeah, it's not. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, there's that. So I guess check that out whenever you guys can. Or don't. Or not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Next, we see Don Callis is also interviewed backstage about the fourth member for his team on next week's Street Fight on Dynamite. And it's the Like a Dragon Street Fight, just quietly. Uh, and Prince Nana happens to be there too. Callis says he worked at a deal with Nana to bring in Brian Cage. Whoa. To replace Sammy Guevara in the street fight. You would have thought he wanted he would want Swerve. I guess not. Um, but yeah, whatever. It's Brian Cage. And I just want to say, dude, the Like a Dragon game is the bomb. That game is so fucking good. I'm telling you, anyone that's a fan of the Yakuza series, check this game out. I just started playing it before, like literally today. Mm. And man, I was I love it, dude. It is the shit. So yeah, yeah right like on. a dragon. Um, something Gaiden is called. I forgot the first part. Oh yeah, something about. Anyway, just play it. Trust me, like a dragon. Play it. It is the shit. Yeah, like a dragon. Something Gaiden. Yeah, something Gaiden. Um, oh, the Gaiden. man that that Not the Gaiden. man that changed his Gaiden. name. It's like that Gaiden. Gaiden. Sorry. The man who erased. Oh, that's right. The man who raised his name. That's what it's called. Uh, it's it too to much fucking why do they answer to things why do they have to put so much shit into it anyway it's too long man you know what yeah I mean? that's that's a bit of a mouthful yeah it's just sure. yakuza it's the latest yakuza and it continues from yakuza 6 about kudu the main character in all of the games check yeah. it out you won't be disappointed anyway so there's you that said too many words in japanese let's move on arigato hey <laughs> it's all in japanese too with english subtitles which is cool um anyway so that sets up that match but we get another backstage uh segment chris another one three in a row bro as we see jay lethal and the entire jeff jarrett crew are interviewed backstage can we just call him team tna i'm telling you it's double jay lethal (laughs) yeah okay that's true double jay lethal lethal's going to have to prove that he outclasses eddie kingston in every way when he beats him for the ring of honor world title then we see Ortiz showing up and confronts Jay Lethal for insulting him last week. Karen Jarrett then says he's going to get jumped if he keeps up with that tone. Ooh, sorry, Karen. Ortiz then says that's fine because where he's from, even if you're going to get jumped, you make sure to swing first. And with that, Ortiz punches Lethal in the face and Jarrett's entire crew swarm on Ortiz and lay, him in t- lay, him, lay waste into him as AW officials try to break it up. And that was that. Yeah. This is a dumb feud, bro. I'm not sure if you're aware of this, Jimmy, but um, walking up to a group of six people who are friends and punching one of them in the face is a bad idea. It is, but I guess he's dumb. Yeah. Imagine there's a group of six Samoans just like hanging out on the corner. <laughs> no, thanks. And you just walk up and you're like, hey, I heard you disrespected me, uh, <laughs> Joe. And then Joe's just like, and they're like, "What up, Wolves? And then would you say Wolves? <laughs> and then Joe's just like, "Get the fuck out of here, little Greek man!" And then you punch <laughs> Joe. Then I'd slap him. I'd slap him you straight just up. Slap Joe in the face. 
I'll give him the biggest fucking backhand, bro. I'll give him the biggest Greek backhand. I'm like, what'd you say there? When he's with six of his fucking gigantic mountain-headed friends. Like, no, it's not a good idea. It's not a good idea. So Uh, you fuck. That's true, but it's not a good idea. And Javi, it is a spin-off from Yakuza 6. It shouldn't be like a dragon because the first like a dragon is nothing like this. And I didn't know that it was supposed to be DLC, but if since you do know the game, go play it. I promise you won't be. It's the best one by a long shot, bro. Like, literally, by a long shot. Anyway, um, but you're right, Chris. You don't go up to a bunch of Islanders or Samoans to be in, you know, precise and give them a slap. And Speaking of though, slap. And even though the big guy in Double J Lethal's group is Indian and we know that you're not afraid of Indian <laughs> you can slap people, him. <laughs> he's, he's like... He's fucking near eight feet tall. Like, is probably not the guy to fuck with. Please. please just for the bro. sake of it. <laughs> please. He ain't got shit on me, bro. Well, maybe I'll you. Stay. But Ortiz is like a quarter of you. Well, that's true. He's pretty, he's a small man. He's yeah, a small human being. <laughs> That'd be like, if I don't you, were, give shit to if you were five bro, foot four and 112 pounds. And you just walked up to a group group of six and slapped one of them in the head. Like, yeah. I I mean, hey, dude, I've seen a small dude once beat the shit out of a big guy. Oh, and I, I was like, laughing my ass off, dude. Bro. I, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I know that there is a difference between being large and having some skill and just being a big useless fuck. Okay. I've, <laughs> I've seen a lot of big useless fucks just get there is handled a lot. It's true. by smaller dudes. No question. But if you have any decent size, but if but if you are like four times the weight of someone and you have even a rudimentary skill when it comes to fighting, you're going to win. I agree, one hundred percent. Josh says dumb move of the night by Ortiz. Yeah, he's pretty dumb. I agree. I hope it wasn't his idea, but that just proves our point, right? Like okay, Francis Ngano, Francis Ngano is not the most skilled fighter in the world, but if but you he's put tough. him. And Bruce Lee in a fucking <laughs> mixed martial arts combat. Bruce Lee's getting knocked the fuck unconscious. Okay. <laughs> Bruce Lee was like 128 pounds. He was not I a large man. People fucking, he's got such an aura that he's like a superhero. He's almost like he didn't exist, bro. He's got superhuman powers. You could have called him fucking God. You would have thought he was God the way people, you know, talk up Bruce Lee, dude. Think he about was, it. He was an excellent, excellent martial artist. And Francis Ngano would fucking murder him. <laughs> murder. <laughs> Mo murder. Anyway. <laughs> Be fucking. And I'm not talking about Murder Inc. either. Irv Gotti and Ja Rule. <laughs> yeah, fuck Murder Inc. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, you know it's what? <laughs> Remember fucking um, the song Murder? Oh, it's Murder. <laughs> Like, I remember hey, we'll be right here. I remember yeah, a lot of fuck stuff. That. Hey, John used to have some fucking bangers, man. Back back in the did. day. Come of on, man. Did, dude. Um, Let's be honest. But anyway, <laughs> "Race Against Time" is a great track. Um, the second one's good too. I can't remember what the fucking song is called, but the one he did with Bobby Brown—that's a fucking banger. Oh, that was a hit, dude. Yeah, that, that was the the, the one that goes. Do, 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 do. He's back. You had to yeah. start. Thug Lovin', bro. That's what it's called. Thug Lovin'. With Bobby Brown, right? Yeah. Yeah. That was his latest shit. By then, though, Jar was kind of going downhill, though. 
Like I'm talking yeah. about flesh like, my flesh. Fifty cent. Man, his fifty that's... cent was like his fifty cent destroying was like, him, dude. Yeah, man. He sings too much, and then every fucking subsequent album, Fifty Cent had like three songs where he was singing in his fucking song. Like, fuck off. <laughs> I mean, but jazz thousands was fucking weird, like, bro. Like, I loved Rule Three Three Six, and Very Very Vinci was sick too. Mm. Um, and and the fucking album right before the one you were talking about with Bobby Brown. Fuck, I forgot what it's called for some reason. Mm. Yeah, with J Lo and all that shit. Uh, and hey man new york new york was fucking awesome too yeah but i was a i was a g-unit fucking guy all the way with that shit you know what i mean <laughs> I, I i did not pick sides in the like i the only the only time i've ever really picked sides in a beef was probably Nas and jay oh, i didn't it. pick sides like i listened to both man but i'm just saying i i going by the story i wanted fucking jay to get his ass kicked you know what i mean i mean or to be fair, he put up a fight. Ja Rule too, in physical, like an actual physical stature. So Ja Rule oh, yeah, would have true. gotten his ass kicked if he if it to ever. To be fair, him. I mean Ja has attacked fifty like on his own too, man. Yeah. Like he's got balls for a little fucker. I'll give him that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But boy, if you look at fifty and you look at Ja, fifty is just like a bazillionaire, and Ja is just oof. You know what I'm saying? How old is Ja now, man? Nearly fifty, and he's still fucking rapping. He's super fucking old. Can we talk about Rampage? Though, yes, so yes. Let's go back to Rampage. That's true. <laughs> did I mention uh, Ruby and the commentators wonder who sent her the flowers after the match is over? Did I mention uh, you that? You did but... not mention that I sent Ru- Ru- Ruby Rose the flowers. It was Chris. Tonight. It was Chris. And did I mention that Ruby defeats, I mean, Red Velvet defeated Ruby Soho in a surprise? I mean, we see Red Velvet lose on Dynamite. And if she comes again with her apron and everything, cooking shit, and she cooked up a storm by beating Ruby Soho. She's got her apron. She was doing the <laughs> she was doing the spaghetti dance. Yeah. The spaghetti. And and, and what does this mean? Shut the fuck up. It's so fucking stupid. But you know what's even more stupid? This win does nothing for Velvet and it will go nowhere. That's not true. She can probably get out of the kitchen now because she got a win <laughs> in a wrestling ring. Right? You think so? You this think is dangerous. This is dangerous, okay, for women everywhere. Red Velvet might start giving them ideas about getting out of the kitchen. It's just not, it's not, it's not good. It's not a good thing for women. That's true. That's true. And Liz says Red Velvet and her apron. I know, it's so fucking dumb. <laughs> She's, I mean, talk about, I'll be offended if I was female straight up. Hey, maybe, maybe. I probably I mean, wouldn't be on. offended because I don't get offended by a lot of things. Well, Josh wants to know, can you smell what Red Velvet is cooking? I'm sure you can, Josh. <laughs> uh, but anyway, let's move on. This match does nothing. Ruby loses because she's a loser. Yeah. And that's but that. She's, she's uh, not too too bothered by it. She's not too bothered. Because I sent course, her flowers. Oh, well, that's true. That's true. You're, you're, you're the man, Chris. Um, speaking of uh, not being the man, we see Roderick Strong and the Kingdom making the entrance as Roddy tells the fans to shut up. And he says the Raiders left Oakland because it sucks. And he dedicates his match to his best friend in Adam. By, by the way, by the way, perfectly legitimate uh, commentary from, from Roderick Strong about the Raiders. <laughs> it's true. I mean, come on. I Oakland mean, nah, does suck. I'm joking. I'm joking. I don't Oakland, know. I've never been to Oakland. Oakland is but... a fucking brutal city, man. Like, really? Is so that bad? It... <sighs> Oakland Why? is... 
goddamn nightmare. It is like you know how like LA and New York are starting to become just like these awful liberal hellholes where like right, they right. Awful decisions, and then everybody in the city suffers from them. And everybody's right. like, "You know what the at? You know what the answer is to all of these terrible liberal ideas? More liberal ideas." Oakland's been doing that for about forty fucking years. So, not forty good. years. Just smoke on camera, Jimmy. Nobody fucking cares if you smoke up, bro. I swear to fucking I told God. you it's not because it's not because of that, Chris. Uh you know why. But um but anyway, yeah, uh, Retro says uh Roderick Strong is massive. The dude gets out of work a crowd by just talking. Yeah, he's a good talker. I, I can't stand him for his size though. Um yeah. Zane says no draft, zero buys. I agree, man. Where's Nick Strong at? Isn't that what the draft the name people, was? You got to give the people what they want. AEW. What's the <laughs> How do they fuck you? that up? How do they fuck that up? For real. Speaking of fucking up, how did TK fuck up Ring of Honor not getting onto CW and WWE did? What <laughs> fucking idiot. Bro, CW's like, CW's like, oh yeah, well, well, you know what? Women of wrestling? Yeah, yeah, we could sign you uh nwa you're like 112 years old okay i guess i'll give you a shot nxt that's wwe's developmental system that's a that's a good one yeah yeah ring of honor get the fuck out out (laughs) out like a dog they're idiots bro Uh, that's why the more i think of how dumb tk is the more he couldn't come up with a plan like we were talking about before we see him punk just you just can't I'm sorry. It just now that I think about it, I hope I'm wrong. But you know, uh, anyway, who cares? Because the kingdom faced these jobbers, and it was just a, a squash, squash match, and the kingdom winning via the neck check finisher. <laughs> it's kind of funny, I guess, and dumb, but still. Uh, but um, after the match is over, Roddy rips off his neck brace and jumps out of his wheelchair. Surprise, surprise! To enter the ring and attack one of the jobbers. He suddenly clutches his neck and rolls back into the wheelchair, asking the kingdom to assist him out of the venue, as they do. And that's that. Next, we see Daniel Garcia is backstage, and he wants a match against Andrade and his mask. Well, not the mask, but, you know, had to do it. Uh, And then Soraya and Ruby Soho interrupt the former Jericho Appreciation Society members, where it's becoming more clear that Angelo Parker sent the flowers to Soho. Ruby seems to be happy about Daddy Magic and Soraya unhappy about Ruby warming up to Parker privately, telling each other that this is a problem. This is a problem. I agree. It's stupid. I thought it was cute. I got to be honest yeah. with you. I really don't mind it. I don't mind the little bit of oh, come on. stupid little romance in, in my pro wrestling. It, it, like, legitimately. No, seriously, Jimmy. I don't mind this as a storytelling device as long as they do something interesting with it. And... If it's even if it's just those two being kind of cute with each other, I don't mind it. I know, I know. It's high school know. fucking kitty shit, bro. Come on. I know, I know, but you know what? I fucking liked nine hundred two one zero, Jimmy. Like I like, you know what I mean? Like I sometimes that shit's okay as as long as as long as it's put forth as an adventure, right? And that's one thing I think that there's a reason why romance is such a popular uh trope not not just 
not, not just as like its own story, but there's romance in everything, right? Every hero movie you've ever watched course, basically had right. some kind of romance subplot. I think that the reason for that is that that really is like an adventure that you can that you can take like as an individual. Most human beings, as long as you're not an incel, and if you are, I'm very sorry for <laughs> you. I mean, no, I'm, I mean that seriously. Like if you're an incel, that sucks, man. I, that's terrible. Like legitimately, that's terrible for you, and I'm sorry, right? But if you're not that, you're going to have opportunities in your life to really, truly, like, try the world of romance, right? And that is kind of an adventure you can take because it's terrifying, right? And you have to put yourself out there and be vulnerable and put yourself right. in a position where other people might hurt you, right? Like, it actually is, I think, the most normalized adventure that most regular people can go on in their life is a romantic adventure, right? Because most people try are driven by in, love, right? I mean, try to be in love with someone and try and try to find somebody who will love you back. It really is an exciting thing to do in your life. So I don't mind a little bit of romance in wrestling. And those two actually have a certain amount of just kind of cutesy chemistry right now. So I'm fine with it. I really am well, fine with this. There is a thing called wrestling and romance, just quietly, Chris, but, uh, I'm sure you wouldn't like that shit. I'm serious. I'm dead serious. I'm um, sure. <laughs> uh, Retro wants to know, uh, or says, uh, you guys didn't hear Friday Locker Room. Bin has a theory that since the CW will be up for sale in the next year or two, and if TK waits, he has the money, he can't control it. So in other words, he buys it. No, I didn't listen to the Friday Locker Room yet. I will, though. Um, just haven't had the time. I don't know, man. That's, that's an interesting theory. Again, is TK that... Does he think that far ahead? I don't know, man. Like, I just... With the shit he does, I just don't see it. But I don't know. Maybe we're wrong. I, I think we'll that the problem... One of the problems with with listening to, to Bin is the same problem as listening to you and me, Jimmy, is that Bin, like us, comes up with all of these really great ideas and things that would really shake up wrestling that would be awesome, right? And we're like, we're like, oh, man, if they did this, if CM Punk is the devil, right? <laughs> Like, wouldn't that be fucking awesome? Imagine they've been swerving us this whole time and it's really a fucking storyline. Like, wouldn't that be fucking great? Yes, it would. And that's why it's probably not true. Same thing with a lot of what Ben comes up with. What he comes up with is brilliant, right? I mean, legit, man. Like, one of the two or three fucking people who got me into listening to podcasts is Ben Hamid. Sure. Well, he's no a doubt. genius when it comes to professional wrestling stories the problem is he's a genius but tk is tk a is not yeah <laughs> yeah no it's true and that's why we gotta like relax sometimes uh liz says it's because love is the base of all things exactly spot on spot on man and uh yeah john says good night because he's going to sleep see you in the smack attack see you then good night john sleep well um, but anyway, and Javi thinks he doesn't have that kind of money to throw around. Um, I think that there's a lot of questions as to how much money Tony Khan really is allowed to fuck with. I think that he was probably given a couple hundred million dollars by his dad and told, okay, whatever, do what you want with it. Because I really don't think a couple hundred million dollars even fucking touches um, Tony Khan's dad. No, but, no, fuck no. But that, that you're talking about like a half a billion dollars, 
to purchase the CW and all the TV rights and everything. That's a lot of money. And that's a power move if he pulls that off. I just don't see him playing big boy business as good as the big boys really do play. You know what I mean? But uh, I don't know. That's just us. Anyway, let's move on, though, because next we're off to the main event. Um, oh, wait a minute. I missed one thing, though. Because the Kingdom and, and Roderick Strong are interrupted by hey, Action Andretti and Darius Martin backstage. They call back to their past matches on Ring of Honor with their trash talking. Roddy says he found his first victim and screams out the name, Darius! Hey, do you so guys stupid. remember when we had that match on Ring of Honor? I no, don't. Nobody else nope. does either. Moving on. Moving on. Well, it's time. Chris, it's your stick. It's time for the main event. It sure is, and we're here. Finally got it to the main event, where it's FTR defeating El Higo, Del Vikingo, and Commander in a dream tag team match. Dream. I use those terms lightly. Tag team match. And uh, this match is all about wows and dazzles for the crowd. I mean, that's what it felt like, bro. Bro, I'm, I mean, I'm going to ask, so people people listening who have kids, right, or who have been around <laughs> yeah. little kids, you know when your kid is like three or four years old and they start <laughs> trying to like draw you stuff, right? And, and, it, and it looks of, like shit. And instead of drawing you something, <laughs> they just do like a bunch of circles and then they just all take right. like, they, they take paint that's just sparkles and just splash it all over <laughs> the yeah. page. And they're just like, look, it's pretty, daddy. Look, it's pretty, daddy. <laughs> that was the main event tonight. Look, well, it's pretty. <laughs> well, those fans definitely thought it was pretty because they were chanting fight forever. Uh, anyway, they should have we been chanting tables. flip forever because that's all that fucking happened. It was just look at the look at the look at the physical prowess of so and so, and I'm going cool. Yeah. It was Brian Cage dazzling. can do literally everything that these guys can do, and he looks like a grown adult. Just saying. He actually can. He actually can. But that's what was so stupid about him. The fact he was that big doing flips, especially in Impact. Oof. But anyway, he's a, he toned that down, thank God, because he doesn't need to do that as a big guy. But he can do that if he wants. Especially no if he's going to lose. Especially if he's going right. to fucking match. Why would he pull those out? Yeah, I exactly, would, I, for sure. I'd just, be like, I'd just be like, yeah, I'll, I'll take the pin, but... I'm not doing a 450 frog splash and then take the pin against El Ejo del Vikingo. <laughs> well, basically, Commander misses the, the rope walk, thank God. You know, the rope walk shooting star press that he does. He turns around and walks into I'm, FTR's I'm big rig. Well, he just walks into the big rig finisher for the pin for win. And after the match, FTR show Vikingo and Commander respect. Don't know why, but they did. With multiple hugs, Chris, to go around as the show's about to go off the air. But wait, not so fast though, Chris, because the lights go out and the House of Black appear on the video screen and then the show fades to black. Um, uh, the House of Black have been showing up on every single show for whatever reason. Doing nothing, really. Been. And you know what? I, I, My feed, so I, I watch on the TSN feed. So okay. once again, I watch I'm the one with no commercials. Once again, I'm going to talk shit about TSN because fuck the TSN app. It is so okay. inferior to the Sportsnet app. And I say that as somebody who honestly was sad when Sportsnet got the rights to the NHL games because I prefer 
the format on TSN. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Can TSN... I ask you something before you continue? Is TSN and Sportsnet together now? No. Okay, so then how's Rampage on TSN on the app, but is on Sportsnet on television? It's not. It's on TSN. Oh, on, okay, on okay. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, continue then. Um, but anyway, as far as the apps go, Sportsnet is a thousand times better. A thousand times better. If I want to watch SmackDown, for instance, which plays on the Sportsnet app, I can I can look it up, okay, two minutes before the end of the fucking show, and I can hit start from finish or start from start from beginning, and yeah. it'll play the whole fucking show for me. I can fast forward it, I can rewind it, I can do whatever the fuck I want. Four minutes after the show ends, I can still do that. I can still just hit okay. I want to I want to watch all of SmackDown that just finished. Fifteen minutes, an hour, the next day, for the next week, for the next month, I can watch that episode of SmackDown whenever the fuck I want, and I can do whatever I want with the fucking show, okay? TSN, you can watch AEW live, and that's it. Okay. You can't rewind it. You can't Not even during the feed? Not Not even even during live broadcast? No. You That's can strange. watch live or you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> the TSN app is intensely inferior. And here's why I'm saying this, by the way. I'm watching on my TSN feed, right? I see FTR get the win with the big rig. And then they're clearly trying to fuck the little Mexican men afterwards. They're tr- clearly being like, hey, guys, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rub your back. It's good. <laughs> Let me rub your back. Yeah. What Let me pat you. All right. Let you guys come back to our hotel afterwards. And then the lights went out and then my show cut off and I didn't see anything else after that. Okay. I didn't see the house of black. You see, it just went, that's it. Show over. I, I saw that's the lights strange. go out. I heard Tony Schiavone go, Oh, what the, what the heck? And then the broadcast is ended. Out. <laughs> now ask why is it on TSN and Sportsnet? No, okay, AEW is on TSN. Okay. Or yeah, and then WWE is on Sportsnet. Oh, so, so you're just comparing. Okay, okay. All right. Yeah. I get you. All right. That's cool. Yeah. That's weird though. I don't know why they do it that way, but uh fucking TSN, yeah. man. I like you guys got to improve the fuck like improve the app, guys. It makes a big difference. And Maybe again, you gotta go above them and go to ESPN and tell them. Again, I fucking love TSN as far as like the programming the that they wow. have, as far as the 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 fucking shows that they have that are like you know like sport. It's sports. It's sports based, right? So you've got people who do like sports reviews and stuff like that. And when they used to have it on TSN, it was so much better. Those guys are so much more fun to listen to than the guys that they have over on Sportsnet. But the app is so fucking bad, bro. That sucks, dude. That's not cool at all, man. It's um, not. Funny how TSN show AW because ESPN here show AW. Mm. <laughs> so it's the same thing, you know what I mean? Um, which is funny. But I don't use the ESPN yeah. channel to watch. I, you know, I rather watch through Fight TV, so I pay for the damn thing. Only yeah. because I love the way they do things, you know what I mean? And I can rewind or forward if I like. Mm-hmm. But uh, it is what it is. But in saying that, Chris, 
I think it's time to take it to the casa. And um, yeah, tell them. Vamos a la casa. Yeah, that's right. That was sorry. I'll I'll remember that for next time. So um, anyway, tell them where they can find you, bro. Well, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at ChrisAms1. You can go there to see everything I have to say about pro wrestling, politics, and whatever the hell else I feel like talking about. You can find me on the PWC Network. Um, specifically, you can find me on shows like The Wednesday Night Skirmish, which is our flagship show where we break down everything AEW Dynamite. Uh, that show has been going for almost the entire time that AEW Dynamite has been going for. And it's been me and Jimmy the whole fucking yeah. time. Just knocking nice. it out of the fucking park every week, talking about AEW. When it's good, we tell you it was good. This week, I gave it a B plus. I thought it was a really good show. Um, and when it's shit, we tell you it's shit. Because for the last month and a half, I've given it Fs. Because it's really, really <laughs> yeah. been bad. Um, you can find me right here on the HMG and ChannelAttitude.com on this show. And also, Sunday at 10 o'clock Central Standard Time in the morning after the collision we sift through the wreckage the wreckage with me Jimmy T and the V-E-T vet Um, yeah so that's basically where you can find me you can also find me in Canada but it's a really big country so it'll take you a while it will. It sure will. And I just want to also say thank you to all our listeners and viewers. Remember how I said we're up 217% on Podbean? Yeah, yeah. We're up 311% now on Podbean. Yeah. So thank you to everyone that continues to support us, man. You Yo, guys and you know what? You know what that's from? You know what that's from, Jimmy? That's So we, we said 213. And I said, man, listen, we appreciate that. We love you guys. If you guys can... Please share it out. Tell people that you're listening to us. And you know what? These fucking people who listen to us, they're so fucking awesome. They did that, Jimmy. They did they must that. Have. I sure. love you guys. You're fucking awesome. Thank you. And Richo, the skirmish was on Wednesday, as a matter of fact. So uh yeah. should have checked it out. Retro. Slacker. Yeah. Uh, Josh says, great live stream, guys. Thank you. Um, you also say, uh, Zane says it seems they did it at 2 a.m. the other day. <laughs> yeah, I know it seems like that. Um, yeah, but thank you everyone like uh, Liz, Retro, Josh, Harvey, who else was in the chat? John Enright, Retro Rocket Review. Did I mention Zane Todd. Vicious? Todd, also, that's right. And everyone else that did join us, I can't be bothered going through the whole chat, but you know who you are. But if you want to follow me on the X, you can at DJ Mass Effects, and also you can follow us at the PwC Network. Like and subscribe right here at channelattitude.com where for five bucks, not only do you get the realest talking pro wrestling, but the best, and that's right, only five bucks. I'm in mediagroup.podbean.com for all our affiliate shows, and as Chris said, at the PwC Network.podbean.com where you can find all our other shows, and there will be a new Fast Center actually by tomorrow. I would say tonight, but it's probably too late, you know what I mean? Yeah, but, um, but that's cool. I'll get it thank up you. for tomorrow. Thank, yeah, thank you for no, I saw it. I saw it. Just so you know. But um, anyway, in saying that, I am Jimmy T. That is Chris Ams, and you've been listening and watching the HMG Rampage Uncaged Show live and right here on ChannelAttitude.com via Media Group. And we're out. A peace. Olay.